Hello, everyone. You're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, Sister Jenna, and are you the light for the world? Because we really need it more than ever. And I might be smirking, but perhaps deep down in my consciousness is just a desire to see us all work things out. Imagine the amount of power that we were gifted and born with, and if we could just tap into those powers to be of greater service to our humanity, we wouldn't be struggling like we are today. Anyway, stay tuned. We're going to have Divya Parekh on the air today, international speaker and best-selling author. Readings from our beautiful sister Gita, Paul Leftnanger just came back from Vietnam where he was working with the Starkey Foundation and offered aid to many individuals who are not able to hear very well. So we're going to play one of Paul's beautiful songs called The Miracle of You and then get back to you shortly. Remember now, it's time for us to really power up It's time for us to find our own powers within ourselves. It's time for us to be our own miracle. Come, take a ride with me To paradise, heaven's in your heart Beating inside You're alive The great divine Oh 
Welcome back. That was Paul Lesnigger from Canada, and the title of that track was called The Miracle of You. Paul is doing beautiful things in the world, and we want to continue to hear him doing beautiful things in the world. Well, if you've been following the news, I've got to stop going on my Twitter. I don't want to go on Twitter anymore. I don't want to look at news anymore. I don't want to hear what's happening anymore. I don't want to continue to feed into the vibration that we're getting every day. This vibration of fear, deceit, anger, lack of trust, hiding, concealing, betrayal, treason. Not what you say you mean. It's become an age, and it's not just in our country, it's so many places. Congratulations to France. Congratulations to South Korea. It's interesting to watch the narrative of both the dimensions of consciousness moving through our world, where I feel in my heart that if our conscience isn't clean, it can't sustain itself. You can only stay filthy for so long. And it's like it just feels like it's an un healthy paradigm. It's an unhealthy age. And we are being ushered inwards, inwards and upwards, inwards and upwards. Prophets, psychics, saints, seers, scriptures, grandparents, great-grandparents, children have been echoing the times that we're in with their voices of innocence and wisdom. We used to always hear there'll come a time, you know, where you really can't see the light, that there'll be such darkness plaguing the world. And it's not that the clouds are dark. It's that our minds would be so filled with body consciousness, so much internal limitation and fear and negativity that it will be hard to live a life of light. And when I say a life of light, I mean a life of virtues and values and ethics and morals and goodness and what's beneficial for the majority of the people on our planet, not just for a small elite group of individuals. You're listening to America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, Sister Jenna, and I'm expressing my purest feelings about the current times that we're in. The firing of former FBI director, Mr. Comey, has rocked American lawmakers, maybe even the American people, and perhaps even the individuals who did the action, their own hearts and conscience. You don't have to be a seer like we are or intuitive like we are to sense something is being called upon. There's something in the ethers. There is a deep level of deception 
And there's a deep level of truth and awakening all happening at the same time. We seem to can't have one without the other. So both are important. And this morning I woke up just thinking about all of our leaders in this current administration and giving so much love, so much of God's light over them. And everyone else in the country followed suit after that in my meditations this morning that I truly, truly wish to love and honor every one of God's children, especially if it seems like they are struggling with their own values and intentions. We're going to be having a conversation with Divya Parekh, so stay tuned. And before we get Divya on the line, we're going to do what we do best here at the America Meditating Radio, and that is to take a few moments of reflection and introspection to be able to dive inwards and perhaps come to a place of soul conscious awareness. Here's a meditation from Sister Genti on soul consciousness. Take a deep breath. Experimenting with these exercises. One is able to discover the sweetness and the beauty that lies in knowing the self. The more I know myself, the more I'm able to maintain the awareness of my true identity and move away from all the different compartments and limitations that I have imposed on myself. The image that we generally have of ourselves is a fairly negative one, but that's simply because we don't know who we are, and so we allow external influences to restrict our thinking and put us into boxes and create bondages and feel the pain of those bondages. Meditation is the method of liberation, of becoming free from the false impositions that I have created for myself and I have accepted in terms of what the world has imposed. It is important to experiment with these ideas, sitting quietly, in solitude, in silence within. However, it is equally important to experiment with these concepts during our day-to-day activity. Having had a glimpse of the identity of the self, then... When it's time to leave my little corner of meditation and move into the world outside, I must learn to maintain this awareness of being a point of light, using the physical instrument to look out into the world, using the lips to express my thoughts and ideas, to communicate with others, being the master, listening to the information that I receive, but being the master, deciding 
discerning what it is which has value, what it is that will enhance my own awareness, retaining that information, communicating that information, but also being able to filter out that which will pollute my mind, that which will cause my feelings to become corrupt, so that I maintain the integrity of this experience of eternal consciousness. Both things are aligned together. My time in silence, experiencing the eternity of the self, but using this awareness in my day-to-day activity. If through the day I maintain this awareness, then whenever there is a moment at which actions can finish, I could turn inwards and come to the state of Om Shanti and the awareness of Om Shanti, the awareness of peace, is also then expressed through the work that I do during the day. Om Shanti. Om Shanti. Today's reading, taken from The Companion of God, spoken by Daddy Janki, who lives the experiences of this happy heart and cool head. She once gave us that blessing in Miami when I used to be there in Florida. Happy heart and cool head. I have always been very cautious not to separate myself from God's love, not to distance myself, even the slightest, thereby cutting myself off from the experience of His love. I am also careful that my intellect does not become engaged elsewhere so that God can use it whenever He wants. This is why my heart is always happy and my head stays cool. I don't just let anything into my heart. I really don't let anything into my heart, not just anything, which would then require a lot of time and effort to remove. When I start thinking about the past, the present and future, Old feelings stir in my heart all at the same time, and it takes a lot of hard work to remove them. How could God give me love? How could I experience His love if I'm always so busy in that? He gives His love anyway, but how could I experience His love when I'm in that state? Things to contemplate on. Have a happy heart and a cool head day. Om Shanti. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love the I just love the way you share those stories. They're beautiful. <laughs> You're listening to America Meditating Radio, everyone. That was Sister Gita, who read one of her beautiful poems about happy-hearted 
And the meditation that you heard is entitled Soul Consciousness by Sister Genti. Today we're welcoming Divya Parekh. She's an international speaker, number one best-selling author of over 10 books, and a leading business relationship coach. Divya connects with audiences and speaks on a range of topics associated with business relationships and leadership, from how to create resonate relationships to how to master ma- meister mindfulness for increased efficiency or even becoming a best-selling author. Divya is engaging in interactive talks, show the audience a simple success principle, become the empowered you to reach new heights. She works on the international level with leaders, achievers, and entrepreneurs, and her best-selling books include her newest number one bestseller, The Entrepreneur's Garden, The Nine Essential Relationships to Cultivate Your Widely Successful Business. Today, we welcome Divya Parekh to America Meditating Radio. Om Shanti. Hi, Sister Jenna. Thank you for having me on the show and giving me the opportunity to have this conversation. Same here. In your work, you speak a lot about self-confidence and facing our fears. It's a big energy right now in the world. What does it really, what does it mean to have self-confidence? Because a lot of us believe self-confidence is about the title that you bear, you know, the clothes you wear, the car you drive, the house you own. And it's challenging because You can only compete as much as you can with people in that genre. But at the end of the day, isn't self-confidence coming from a person who has been kind and thoughtful over a long period of time and just believes that their goodness is what will take them through life easily? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You definitely shared the key elements of being self-confident. And in addition to that, what self-confidence is driven by is your values, is living by your values. And I will share a story. I was, this is in one of my workshops that I was doing with kids who do not have enough resources and opportunities like some of the other children do. And we were having conversation and we were brainstorming about ideas. And this young gentleman in sixth grade, they were we had made groups of three or four kids and I was observing this group and I could see this young gentleman held his own and said, yes, it may be written like this in this workbook, but this is the way I think and this is why I think is right. And everybody else was trying to convince him that he was wrong, but he stood his ground. And that is one of the things that I look at as self-confidence doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter what your titles are, doesn't matter what's your upbringing, doesn't matter who you are, which country from you are, what race you are, what color you are, because it's your inner core. It's mm. how you view yourself. It's how you value yourself. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, if you not going to any fancy schools or having been given any tremendous opportunities, but he believed in that. It's about Mm -hmm. believing in yourself, believing in your values. And when you Mm. do that, that conviction shows through your talk, through your words, through your actions. There is something so powerful about living a life of honesty where you own your your story. You own your story to the point that it might not be fabricated in a way that it can sell itself to another person because 
public relations, advertisers, media has done such a good job that if you're not born with abundance or you look a particular way or you drive a particular car or own a particular home, then you're not that worthy. And what we're seeing is that a lot of people can have those things, but they don't emanate the best values or the best ethics in the world. So with all the demands of life, you know, we often become fixated on our past. And it makes us worry a lot about the future to the point that we often miss vital moments in our present situations. Why is this, Divya? And and how can we change our mental and emotional outlook to maybe something that can make us be a lot more present and, and, and grateful for where we are in our journey? Mm, great question, Sister Jenna. So let's look at all the pressures that we have from the society, right, from the time a child is born. Think about it. A child has this preconceived standards that are laid upon a child from the time he's born. Let's take simple examples. You have to dress this way. You have to dress that way. Just look at very simple things for women that we need to have makeup on or we feel naked without the makeup or If you're going for a business meeting, you have to be dressed in a certain attire. And although I have to give credit to millennials who are bringing a lot of different changes and they are changing the norms that have been established. And why is that that they can do, whereas X generation and baby boomers have to think twice, twice about it? So it's about the wave of societal trends and culture and environment that have been created. What the baby boomers used to think and the way they raised the X generation was different from how the X generation has raised the millennials. We have given them more open room, more open environment to grow, and we see the results. Most of our millennial generations are so tolerant. They are so accepting. They're laid back, and they value life-work balance. So how can we shift? It all begins with you. So the key is to first start with yourself. Then what can I do? The first question to ask is, what can I do today to live in my values? What are my top three values? So for example, one of my top values is making a difference in people's lives. And then you have that clarity around your values. It's easy to make decisions and easy to take actions. So, for example, if I want to go on a radio show, I'm not going to go on a radio show that's going to breed negativity or that's going to encourage divisiveness amongst people. I'm going to go which is going to talk about love that's going to bring people together because as there is an old adage that divided we fall, united we stand. So it's very simple for me to make that decision. And then I don't have to think about what is somebody else going to think about me, that, oh, I went on this radio show. Is that prestigious enough for me? I don't think about that. So the self-confidence becomes the way of being rather than thinking what I need to do to be self-confident. It becomes the very fabric of your life. It becomes Mm. the way you the way you live, the way you speak, the way you think. And when all these come into alignment and show up consistently in your thoughts, behaviors, and feelings, you will Mm -hmm. find that 
natural state of flow. Right, right. Now, I know that for the generation that we were just talking about, the millennials and just everyone now, um, there's such there's such an energy of um, values in conflict. And um, there are times in which we might be in a situation where my highest ranking value is honesty, but then I find myself in a situation that if I were to tell the honest truth that maybe you know my father ends up getting killed so I have to lie so then my value system changes into well I value more the life of the person that I love than honesty right now and so I think we're going through a variety of various shifts and turns within our own beings which perhaps can confuse us to the nines or it can actually help us to find real clarity on what does it mean to be a pure and a peaceful soul. And you've got this best-selling book, The Entrepreneur's Garden, which is the nine essential relationships to cultivate your widely successful business. And in business, a lot of people tend to, you know, twist and turn things around just to survive, you know, and, and it's just the times that we're in. And there are some people who will just keep playing it straight and honest and to the record. And I know that for their spirits, they're going to be protected. Tell me a little bit about some of the essentials that are needed to cultivate not only a good relationship with yourself, but a good relationship in business. Because you can enter into a situation where you are at conflict with your values. That is a great question. So there are nine relationships. I will list them out and we will talk about a couple of them in details. The first one is relationship itself, which we have talked a little bit about in our today's conversation, that when you stand strong within yourself, you stand strong outside. And when you stand strong outside, you stand out. Because as you have mentioned, we are going through this era of fear. We are going through this era of divisiveness. And it's upon us to take that baton in our hand and say, I am only going to change myself and do whatever good I can for others and make change one person at a time. The second relationship is with time. Because Mother Nature, God, the superpower, however we recognize and for people who may not believe in God, whatever this planet is, we have 24 hours in our hand. That has been given equally to each and every one of us. We sleep away one-third of our lives, and whatever is left, we do while away quite a bit of our time, sometimes complaining, moaning, not being productive, being busy, being distracted, so the key is, how do you value your time? How can you make the most use of it? Because that's the only difference between extraordinary and ordinary people to be productive. If you value your time and use it wisely, you're going to be extremely productive. The third is relationship with money. And sometimes people will think that money is the root of all evil. Money is just paper if you think about it. 
If you think about the concept, what is money? Paper, change, coins. It is what it brings with itself. That's what counts. It is how you look at the money. And if you are desirous of money, nothing wrong with that. It is what you do with money. Let's say you have abundance of money. If you just keep enough for yourself so that you have the life that you want to live, and yet you take that money and put it to good use of helping others, supporting others, supporting charities, providing scholarships for students who cannot afford college, that money becomes the tool. It becomes the vehicle for greater good. So this is just little glimpses in different relationships. Then the next relationship is relationship with people, which falls under three categories. First of all, are you there to serve people, to support people? That is one of the key things. Let your heart open because no man is an island. When people around you are happy, when you are connecting with other people, you are working for the greater good. They will work for your good. You will be surprised how people can become your champions. So the three categories under people is, one is your market. And now when we talk about market, it's just not your client. It is also people that may be supporting you to support your clients. So for example, let's say I'll just share my story. As an entrepreneur, I need a graphic designer to make my book cover when I'm generating and publishing my book. He is my client as well. If I serve him to the best of his capacity and if I share with him what is my vision, if I share with her or him, whoever my graphic designer is, that what is my vision, what am I trying to convey, what is it, it that's going to touch in people's hearts, then when you give that same warmth and respect to anybody who's your client or to anybody who you're serving, you'll find that they will reciprocate it. Then as we grow bigger in personal life, whether it's a family or whether you're an entrepreneur and you have your own team, and think about it, the relationship with your team, are they on board with your vision? Are you championing their growth, development, and helping them succeed? If you do that, Mm -hmm. they will help you succeed. And the Mm -hmm. third category is partners. Partners that you may not be working together at all times, but you come together and collaborate. So it's almost like a partnership with you and me, Sister Jenna. You are so kind Mm -hmm. enough to connect with me. And we came together and as In this partnership, we are bringing some ways and takeaways for people to go and practice love and mindfulness in their lives. Right, right. Well, you know, as you talk about mindfulness, I know that your current book is on entitled Mindfulness Mastery. And it's a huge practice right now that's being accepted in schools, in government offices, in businesses. And you have this idea of, you know, how mindfulness can help in succeeding in business. 
I'd love for you to address that to our listenership before we finish our conversation because we're in such an age of moving so fast that I don't know how many of us are actually experiencing our moments. You're right on the mark, Sister Jenna. What's been happening is that we are bombarded with so much information from all sides, whether it's social media, our phones, emails, or anything. There's so much technology. You are on TV or even when you are traveling, you know, you are listening to one radio show and then from there you may have your phone buzzing and you may have another beep going on from the social media informing you that you have received a message and there's so many distractions that what happens is that takes away your presence from the present moment and when that happens you are not living your life so when i talk about mindfulness it's about being present in the current moment and that too living a life that is driven by your values and when you live your life directed by your values you're able to be present in the moment and not judging yourself situation or anybody else and then what happens is as a byproduct of that mindfulness there's an influence on yourself influence on others so that's where i have coined a term now which is called mindful influence that's coming from your heart you're not persuading somebody to do something because you want them to do because that is you want no you are living your life by modeling it by example by showcasing the behavior by demonstrating it and when you do that you invite the same reciprocity from people and it's possible that so many times people may not reciprocate because they're not at your level and that's okay all you can change is you can change yourself and think about it when you're present in the moment i would invite your listeners to just think about it let's say even if they are sitting at the dinner table and if it's a wooden table think about it where did it originate from when you see those grains think about it it was a tree sometime it was think about where was that tree was it in south america was it in us was it in some other country like canada where did its journey begin and that tree had probably been growing for years and years and decades before that probably it had stories maybe the fruits from it fell down and there were little siblings there were little plants growing around it it had its own family and see how where far it has traveled it was cut down it was shaped and now it's there right in the realm of your influence to enjoy it's serving you are you giving it the time that it needs think about the food that you eat how did it grow how did it travel how did it come to you and when you think about those things the appreciation and gratitude sets in that we are not by ourselves we depend on others other people are giving their lives serving and supporting us so we are not alone no man is an island we are a community and yes mm-hmm. you are paying the price for it but think about it if people did not do that 
We would not have food. We would not have the furniture, even the basic necessities of life. Somebody's building mm-hmm. the house for you, apartment, somebody's cleaning it. Even as you walk down the street, think about it. The trash is being collected by someone, and that will mm-hmm. allow you to appreciate, acknowledge, and enjoy the beautiful life each and every one of us has. And I'm not saying by that any means. It brings down your challenges and ups and downs and adversities. Yes, each and every one of us have. But the moments that we are doing good, it's important to cherish. Love that. Love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the air today. I think that the work that you're doing is very timely and very important. But, of course, I can't let you go without letting our listeners know how they can find more information on the work that you're doing. And um, are you planning to do a tour with your book? Are you going to be hosting any events nearby in the D.C. area? Not any time in the near future. But, however, you know, I'll reach out to you, Sister Jenna, if I'm doing it. And sure. the best way to reach out to me is if you go on Amazon, you will find all my books over there, mm-hmm. including my newest book and my book on mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And you can reach me at contact at com, And I'll spell out my name. It is D as in David, I, B as in Victor, Y, A, P as in Paul, A as in Robert, R, E, K as in Kevin, H as in Harry. So contact at DiviaParik.com. And actually, I have a gift for your listeners if you are thinking about buying my book. So the first step is developing that relationship with yourself. I'm giving away some bonuses if you purchase the book. So visit uh, this link, success.DiviaParik.com forward slash the hyphen entrepreneurs hyphen garden forward slash. And thank you so much, Sister Jenna, for having me on your show, and thank you for doing the work you're doing. Thank you so much, Divya. All the very best. Thank you. You too. So we've got a lot of wonderful tools from Divya today, and please go to her website at com and get a copy of her new book, Mindfulness, Mastery, Stepping into New Perspectives. You've been listening to America Meditating Radio, and we always remind you, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here to love each other the same. I'm playing this on behalf of our Buddy, our wonderful friend, Sanatam Kaur, is Egonkar.